episode six. Welcome. For those of you new, welcome to the the Value Vault podcast, where ultimately my intention with everything that I do, whether it's through the Value Vault, whether it's through anything else that I do within BH Mindset, or just in life in general, even if it's not within those two things, I really do feel like my chief aim and purpose is just to provide either an idea to somebody or drop a little bit of knowledge or value or wisdom from something that I might have read or experienced myself to just benefit that person, to benefit you. And really my intention within this is to help you to realize the potential that you've actually got within you because you do have potential within you. We all do. Some of us just have it a little bit more buried away than others do. But I want to help you understand it, to realize it, to become aware of it, but then take it a step further and ignite the courage for you to actually tap into it, right? Because you are a creative genius. You do have power and potential within you. And I really do believe that our purpose in life is to tap into it, to channel it in whatever way that is. Now, the inspiration behind today's podcast is I've been getting into Robin Sharma. And there's a book, The 5AM Club. Robin Sharma, Jesus. If you haven't got into his material, you really need to. He's invite he's inviting something powerful inside of me. He's it really is powerful stuff. And the reason why I've, you know, labeled this this episode, you know, tapping into that masterful genius that's inside of you is because yet again, it is inside of you. But what we'll do, we'll often go through life and we'll have circumstances, we'll have situations, we'll have events, we'll have people, we'll have beliefs that will create an experience whereby we'll suppress it and we'll dull it down to try and either fit in or to avoid being judged or laughed at or abandoned, right? Whatever it is, we'll go through life and we'll just be ignorant to it. We'll not be aware of it. One, because we're not really taught about it or told it. But two, if we fail it, we're too fearful of expressing it and tapping into it. And I feel like that is one of the biggest travesties and tragedies that happens in life, whereby, you know, people go all the way through life having these inner one schools, dreams, desires, aspirations, and never actually having the courage enough to tap into it. I really do feel like it's a heartbreaking waste of human potential because there's so many people, right, who die at 30 but live till the 80. We'll go through life and as children, we'll have all of these dreams and just these aspirations and we'll be fearless. You know, I think to say that as we're born, we only have two innate fears, one of them being the fear of loud noises and the other, I think, was the fear of falling or the fear of heights, whatever it was. So initially, we're only born with two innate fears. The rest of them, we learn. We learn a fear of opinions. We learn a fear of judgment. We learn a fear of failure. We learn those things. We catch them. We're taught them. Ed Milet talks about that. You know, beliefs are, 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 are caught, not taught. You know, we catch them. And we do that by becoming observant of our environment as we've grown up. We'll observe how mommy and daddy operates. How does people around me, what's my family doing? How do they behave? What type of beliefs are they expressing? What type of inner creative genius are they harnessing and tapping into? And the likelihood is they aren't because they never had that role model either. And we'll find ourselves in this cycle of society, which is why things are just so 
distorted, disorientated. That's why there's an abundance of epidemics going on, especially within the mental health elm, elm, realm of things. And it's because we've learned from people, from role models who have learned from their peers and role models, who then learned from their peers and role models. And the, the way that that becomes a distorted reality is because the people in which we are learning from are people who learn from people who didn't tap into their abilities, who didn't tap into their potential, who didn't understand the masterful genius that they had deep-rooted within them either. And we'll find ourselves operating and playing a part of a reality whereby 97% of society are unaware of the power and potential within them, settling for less than what they deserve settling for less than they know deep down in their heart of hearts that they are actually capable of achieving. So there's so many people in life who die at 30 and they live till the 80. Because all of the dreams, the goals, the aspirations, the visions, the desires are just dormant within them and they've been suppressed so much through fear, through doubt, through worry. They just get stuffed inside of them and we just become a human human doing we're not even being we're not even operating we're not expressing our true selves or our god-given abilities or gifts we're just suppressing them and we're just settling for working a job getting a paycheck complaining about the mediocrity that is our life and the problems that we've got within it talking and bitching and moaning about other people and what they've got going on in their lives what they're doing what they're achieving forming that level of judgment and then find ourselves scrolling ourselves into an oblivion through digital distraction which is continuing the destructive pattern of neglecting our power, becoming ignorant to our power and potential, and ultimately creating a life where there's no meaning, there's no purpose, there's no drive or direction, there's nothing in it, there's no fulfillment. There's nothing being channeled or expressed. And the big cause of that is, is because we haven't been taught this. We all know it. We all come into this earth with the intuitive knowing because we haven't got a, the logical part of the brain developed yet. We are pure spirit. We are beings. We are limitless at birth. We are fearful. We will do anything. We'll express anything. We'll express our imagination. We'll think of brooms, a broomstick, or a horse, and we'll just let that imagination drive and develop and go wild. And then what happens? We go through life, and it's stop, stop, being, stop being stupid. Stop being silly. Or stop expressing yourself in that way. What are they going to think? Inside voices, like all, all of these things and what they started to do unconsciously was start to operate with the program of, whoa, I actually can't express myself because what are they going to think? What's their family's going to think? What's so-and-so going to think or see it over the road? We'll go through school and all of our creative faculties are just drained out of us and we're just put into this conveyor belt of mediocrity and just obedience. And it's as soon as you express yourself in any way which is uncompliant, to the bullshit rule of education and we're conforming to those rules and regulations whereby you've got to dress a certain way. You've got to be somewhere at a certain time. You've got to speak punctual. You've got to line up. You've got to put your hand up. You want to eat at this time. You got to ask for permission to go to the toilet. You won't act out of line. If you do, you're going to be punished. Right? All of these types of things, we don't realize it, but as we've been conditioned growing up in society, we're getting it all pumped out of us. And that's why there's so many of us going through life ignorant to these things because we're being conditioned to get to that stage. 
but you've no idea the level of power and capabilities and potential that's inside of you. You've got no idea of that masterful creativity that is dying to be expressed. And the reason why we'll feel so alive when we do get creative, the reason why we'll feel those feelings where we are channeling our passion or our purpose, the reason why we'll feel those feelings because that's what is spirit, which is what we are, is designed to do. Spirit is always for expansion. It's always to be expressed, never to be suppressed. Never to be expressed, never to be suppressed, never to be locked down and dulled down and never tapped into it. It dies for it. And for me, whenever, a, for me, feelings, they're not good and they're not bad. For me, that's just a way of spirit being able to communicate with myself. That's my higher self communicating through its channels and means of getting through to me. Like, look, you're out of alignment. And the negative feelings that we can feel come as a result of spirit, of our higher self, of that heart of hearts within us, our intuitive knowing, communicating through us, we're out of alignment right now. And whenever we are growing, whenever we are expanding, whenever we are putting our time and energy into a craft that we love, not what society or our parents or our partner loves, what we love, when we channel our energy into those things, the reason why we feel so good is because that is spirit being expressed. There's a couple of quotes that I've taken from the from the book. What I'm forming the habit of doing now when I'm reading, I'm getting so inspired with all these ideas. It's I'm I'm really enjoying the process of writing them down and journaling. Especially from all of Robin Sharma's work. It's all incredible stuff. One of the quotes within this is when we do decide to tap into our potential, understanding that we will be met with resistance. When you decide to channel your inner creative mastery and that inner genius and that part of you, which is all wise, all known, that is limitless beyond scope of comprehension, beyond societal norms and all these restrictions and rules, beyond all of that. When we do decide to embark on the path of expressing it and channeling it, we are going to be met with resistance. And there's a couple of quotes within this, which I just loved and I had to make a note of them. So one of the, which one of, one of the things within this is that the, the soreness of growth is so much less expensive than the devastating cost of regret. Wow. The soreness of growth is so much less expensive than the devastating cost of regret. Growth can be uncomfortable. It can be sore. What can be met with an incredible amount of resistance. But the price that we pay for discipline, the price that we pay for growth is nothing. It's totally inexpensive in comparison to the price and the cost of regret than the price of getting to the end of our life, realizing we messed up realizing the fears that held us back were nothing. But for whatever reason, they held this incredible amount of weight and power and control over us and ultimately decided and dictated the course of the life that we were living. And we settled in, we conformed, we suppressed our goals, dreams, desires, and potential. 
The soreness of growth is so much less expensive than the devastating cost of regret. I just think that was just absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And within that, you know, when we do decide to embrace the discomfort, embrace the soreness, embrace the fact that we're going to be judged, embracing that because we're being judged anyway. You are being judged right now, which is almost ironic. It's almost counterintuitive because we'll not go after our goals, dreams, and desires, and we'll not express ourselves. This is me talking to myself as well, by the way. This is me talking to myself as well. I need to hear this just as much as you need to hear this. When we understand that not going after what we want, not being who we truly are and expressing that because of the fear of being judged is so backwards because we're being judged regardless. You are being judged right now for being who you are right now, for who you are expressing, for what you are doing. You are already being judged. So why not give them something to talk about? Why not do that? And within this, another quote, walking into the very thing or things which scare you is how you reclaim your forgotten power and how you get back the innocence and awe you lost after childhood. Walking into the very things which scare you is how you reclaim your forgotten power. Because when your back's up against the wall, when you feel like it's healthy, stress to a certain degree is healthy. Pressure can be healthy when it's applied correctly, when it's through and channeled through the right means, when it's through the pursuit of a worthy ideal, when it's through the pursuit and the journey of becoming who it is that you desire to become, to achieve the things that you desire to achieve, when you are progressively moving towards and actualize and take an action on your goals, dreams, and desires, right? That pressure and stress that you feel within there, that's how diamonds are formed. Diamonds are formed under pressure. That is literally how a diamond is formed. Too much pressure and it breaks, just the right amount of pressure and that's how it forms itself. So the discomfort and choosing, for me, having that inner strength and courage and bravery to walk into those very things which scare you, that might look like having the conversation with that girl or that boy. That might look like investing that money into that business. That might look like starting that side hustle or painting or writing that book or starting that podcast or going to the gym, walking into that very, very thing which scares you is what is going to introduce you to that forgotten power that's within you. And that is how you get back the awe the innocence, the excitement, the limitless we have operated that we lost from childhood. Because as children, we had those things. We were limitless. We would always walk into things that we're fearful of. We would always do it because we didn't know no bounds. We didn't have any awareness of what that would have meant if we'd done it. We just did it. We lived, we operated, we just went and been without those fears, without those consequences going through our mind. There's a couple of more things that I do want to read within this. Within that, which I think ties on pretty nicely, the place where your greatness, the, the place where your greatest discomfort lies is also the spot where your largest opportunity lives. 
the place where your greatest discomfort lies is also the place where your largest opportunity lives. What's that big discomfort for you? What's that thing that's been holding you back? Let's have some real talk. What is it? What's holding you back? What's the story in your mind that you're telling yourself as to why you can't be that person, why you can't do that thing? What is it? What's that discomfort? What's that fear that's holding you back? You know what it is. You know what it is. What is it? And understand that that place where that fear is, that's where your greatest opportunity lives. There was a saying that the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. The cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. And that's the sort of like a rule in life. It's certainly something which I'm understanding that the things which I am most fearful about doing for me, starting the podcast was one of them for me choosing to go all in on my mindset. My coaching was one of them. And that kept me held back for so long out of fear of opinions. Am I good enough? What are they going to think? What are they going to say? And I, I still battle with it now. I still have these people in my mind who I look up to and I'm thinking, well, what would they say if I'd done this? Would they say that I'm good enough, that I'm ready? Like all of these things and just the noise that can get created. And it keeps us back for so long. What's that thing for you? And really, please understand from my own experience and from the countless wisdoms that's been passed down from generations of some of the greatest people that's ever walked this planet all say the same thing unanimously. That the pain and the discomfort, whatever that thing is on the other side of that is what it is that you truly, truly desire. I promise you that. I promise you that. So the place where your greatest discomfort lies is also the spot where your largest opportunity lives. Please understand that. What is that great discomfort? What's that fear? Because through that, when you decide to act through it, even if you've got the fear, if you can't get rid of it, do it with it, eventually it will subside and you will begin to feel the feeling of liberation, of self-mastery over your emotions, over your fears, over your fear of judgment and all of these things. The moment that you decide to walk through the flames of judgment, of discomfort, of pain, the moment you decide to walk through that, that's a powerful moment in your life. And that feeling of self-confidence and self-mastery and elevation that you will feel, that will compound. The more that you do it, it will compound. And your level of self-confidence and self-esteem will rise and you will become more knowing and more understanding of how powerful and able you actually are. But if we aren't giving ourselves an opportunity to express that and channel that, we aren't going to have the confidence. Bravery is a byproduct. Courage is a byproduct of actually doing the thing that you're fearful of doing. Then you get the label. Then you are known as that. Within that as well. One thing that I do want to know, but one thing that I do want you to know is also a quote within this. You are exactly where you need to be to start creating the life of your most supreme desires. You're exactly where you're meant to be. You are exactly where you are meant to be. Everything that has happened in your life up until this point has had to happen 
It's had to lead you up until this point. You are exactly where you need to be to start creating the life of your most supreme desires. Believe that, feel into that. Because it can be so easy to go through life and think that everything's been going against us. The world's been against us. I used to operate with that mentality for so long. It's a victim mentality. It, it completely takes away my power and potential and control. Completely takes away. Because what type of empowering story is that? It isn't. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Everything that's happening right now had to happen regardless of the depth of pain that you felt. It's had to happen because it's had to evoke the opportunity for you to turn inward, to reflect, to become aware and channel and tap into that next version of yourself that's required to take you through whatever you were going through right now. That's why it's happening. It had to happen. Everything that's happened has had to happen the way that it's happened because it's led you to this point right now. The person who you are right now is exactly who you are meant to be. You are exactly where you were meant to be to start creating your foundations of the life that you truly desire, to start channeling and becoming and expressing and being that person who you know in your heart of hearts who you can be, who you were meant to be. Start being that inspiration to society. Start being that role model and active leader of self-mastery, of an endless expression of the potential that we all have dormant within us, that you have lying dormant within you as well. So the final thing within that is another quote within the book. And it's that only those who devoted enough to go to the fiery edges of their limits will expand them. Only those devoted enough to go to the fiery edges of their limits will expand them. Only those devoted enough. What's your reason why? Because if you don't have one, if you're not being pulled towards this vision of a greater version of yourself, of a greater version of living and being and having this image of the impact that you want to have, the people who you want to serve, the person who you want to become, the life that you want to live without tapping into and anchoring into that and having a reason why for doing those things and being that person, living that way. Without it, you aren't going to be devoted to the path and to the journey of discomfort. Because the limits that you've set that you've self-imposed psychologically through thought, through beliefs, through ideas about yourself, about your life, about your abilities, those limits are confining you and keeping you stuck in this mental prison of your own meaning. And the moment that you decide to become aware of it, and the moment you decide to no longer be confined by the thoughts in your mind that tells you that you aren't good enough, that you aren't worthy, that you aren't capable, that it can't be done. The moment you decide to break free from the shackles of the lies that you are telling yourself about yourself and your abilities and your life, the moment you decide to release yourself from those shackles is the moment that you will start to feel more purpose. You will start to feel more power. You will start to feel more uplifted, more self-confidence. You will start feeling that way. I attest to that. 
I promise you that the moment you decide to free yourself from the mental shackles that you are telling yourself, that you are keeping yourself tied to this mediocre existence of a limit, limiting potential, of limiting beliefs, of zero fulfillment, of frustration, of lack, of resentment, of anger, of depression, of anxiety. The moment that you decide to free yourself from those shackles is the moment that you will start to feel more powerful. You will start to understand on an emotional level the actual power that you have within you, the part that you play in the life that you are living. I promise you that. I promise you that. The reason why the vision is so powerful, the reason why having a dream is so powerful is because of this quote right here by Jonas Salk. And the quote was, I have had dreams and I have had nightmares. I conquered my nightmares because of my dreams. The only thing that is going to pull you out of your current nightmare is that dream. The Bible said, without vision, we perish. What's your vision? Do you have one? Is it compelling? Is it uplifting? Is it empowering? Is it gratifying? Is it an expression of your truest potential? Of your inner wants, goals, dreams, and desires? What is it? You might not actually have one. I didn't have one which is why I was just stuck drifting through life with no fulfillment, meaning, purpose, ambition, or anything. I was just wandering and drifting. What is your vision? Because I can promise you right now, the nightmares, just like Jonas Salk said there, your nightmares will be conquered by your dreams. When you decide to dream, and when you decide to grab a hold of it and pull it, into your reality through the relentless action and pursuit of your greatest worthy ideal of yourself and of your life. I promise you that. Look at what we've created as human, as humans. Look at what we've been able to achieve. That's all came from the same mind that you have. It just came from people who decided to no longer to allow their fears to seduce them, to lie to them that it can't be done. They are people who had those fears, but refused to allow them to seduce them into normality, into mediocrity, into suppression of the creative mastery and genius within us. They had the same fears that you've got, but they refused to settle for them. They walked to the fiery limits and edges of their own self-imposed limitations, of the limitations that society tries to place on us, that school tried to place on you, that your parents tried to place on you, that social media tried to place on you. They walked through them. Because they understood something. They understood that the creative power and genius that was within them was far more powerful beyond any scope of comprehension and imagination compared to those limiting beliefs of both themselves and of people. 
they refuse to settle for them. They refuse to allow them or to prevent them from going after what it is that they want to do, who it is that they want to become and the impact that they want to have. You're just powerful beyond your imagination. And the moment you decide to go after it and channel into it is the moment that your life will change. And understand this, the final quote from the book. Your excuses are seducers. Your fears are liars. And your doubts are thieves. Let me tell you that one more time. Your excuses are seducers. Your fears are liars. And your doubts are thieves. Powerful stuff. I hope this episode has ignited something within you. I hope it has. I really hope it has. And if it has, please share this with somebody who you feel needs to hear this. Because there's so many people out there, out there in the world who need to hear this type of stuff. They need it. And if you felt that this is giving you that feeling and that this could actually be of service, of help to people, please share it with somebody. We need this. I know that I needed this. And that's why I'm so passionate about giving it because I know what it's like to not have it and to operate without it. And I know how much it's impacted my life when I've become exposed to it. And hopefully it's having the same impact on yours. So let's change the world together. Every time you share this and introduce this to somebody, you are playing that part and impacting that person's life. And I really do believe that that is what we are here to do on this planet. I really do believe that. So thank you for listening. Just understand this as always. Your mind is your creator. You are the observer. And your life can change in an instant the moment that you decide to change. Much love, peace out. See you next time.